Hello, and thank you for joining us today. As always, it is such a blessing to be with you, especially on this wonderful Sunday, this Sunday that is about Pentecost, is about the power of the Holy Spirit. Today, that is what we're going to talk about. The name of this message is Sounds from Heaven. Please join me in prayer. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you for what this day represents. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would just come, that the Spirit would come. It would fill each believer that is listening to this message on this day. Not only would the Spirit fill us with more faith, but it would fill us with the power that the Holy Spirit provides. Lord, I pray that you would move, that the Spirit would move to save multitudes of people, that thousands and thousands and millions of people on this day would come to know you. They would repent and believe. Lord, we pray that we are encouraged and reminded as we read this story of what it means, what happened on that day when the Spirit came and fell upon the apostles and the disciples of that day. Lord, I pray that that same Spirit, that same power would fall today on believers all over the world. Lord, we thank you. Let these words minister to us as always and change us to be more and more like your Son. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today we're going to be looking at the second chapter of the book of Acts. I want to give you a little bit of a background here. The reason this day is so important is because Jesus had told, had told the apostles, he had told them something very important. As we look in Acts chapter 1, verse 7, it says, Once, When he was eating with them, he commanded them, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water, but in just a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus spoke these words to them before his ascension, before he went to heaven. He was telling them, You're not equipped yet to go forth. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. And we see that the Holy Spirit fell on Pentecost. This was just a few days later. Now, to give you a little bit of a history here, after Jesus' resurrection, Jesus spent 40 days on earth before he ascended to heaven. He appeared many times and to over 500 people. It was 40 days from the resurrection till he ascended. And then it was 10 days until Pentecost. And Pentecost is actually a Greek word that means the 50th or something of the, fifth, of the 50th in a sequence of order. And this is why Jesus told the disciples to wait. And we see through scripture, we see through the gospels where the, the apostles were not, they were not equipped As we've mentioned many times on our other messages, we see even at the crucifixion, only one apostle was actually at the crucifixion, which was John. The others had run because they they feared for themselves. They feared for their own arrest, their own persecution, their own trial, murder. But after the Holy Spirit falls, after this day, They're filled with power. And we see, and this is the reason that all of us have heard the gospel, is because of the actions that took place. And what is so important about this message today is the fact that this is the day that the church started. 
This is the day that we see the enactment of the church and what it meant not only to serving God, but also to serving man. So today, this message, as we get into this, I want you to remember two things. I want you to remember the service and the act of spreading the gospel and what that means. That the power of the Holy Spirit drives us to share the gospel so that more people can know Christ. Let me tell you why that's important. Today is a day that is incredibly serious. Today is a day that we talk about heaven. Today is a day that we talk about hell. In fact, Jesus, hell was, Jesus mentioned hell more than he mentioned heaven. And in fact, Jesus talked more about hell than all the prophets combined together. And the reason that he did that is he was warning them. He was telling them, if you do not repent and you do not believe, then you cannot have this salvation. And we are reminded today that by the power of the Spirit, we are able today, in this time, we are still able to be moved by the power of the Spirit to minister the gospel to other people. So we have that, but it comes with the caring and the consideration of other people as well. And we're going to look at some of that today. But my prayer for you, as I mentioned in the opening prayer, is just that, that we have the faith to know that the enactment of the power of the Holy Spirit is as active today as it ever has been. That the movement of the Spirit can be there. We need to call upon the Lord. There is a time in this world today that the world needs revival. And I believe by faith that today can be the starting place, can be the soundboard where we leap forward and that more people can know Christ. But we can start with this day and know that moving forward, more people came to Christ and we can trace it back to this day, that we are reminded of this day. We look, it's, it's interesting, the apostles ran and hid. They went into the upper room. They went into places to hide, indoors. And in almost every pocket of the world, We have been forced indoors. And I believe that Pentecost is a symbol today. That today is the day that we share the gospel. Today is the day that we take the gospel out to the people. Today is the day that we share messages, that we share our faith with other people. So we're going to pick up here in chapter 2. Now, I want you to remember back to chapter 1. The followers of Jesus were preparing for the fall of the Holy Spirit. It says in verse 1, On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. Suddenly there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them the ability. And what's interesting after this is that Peter goes out and Peter preaches a sermon to everyone that is there. And many of the people show up that are, that are watching that, that heard this and heard what was going on said, oh, these people must be drunk. 
And Peter says it is nine in the morning. This is the power of God. And obviously there was a lot of people that this drew in. There was a lot of people that came to that moment. There was a lot of people that were intrigued. The Spirit pulled these people in. God pulled these people in. We see in verse 41 it says, Those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. In one movement, in the beginning of the church, 3,000 people are baptized and added that day. As I mentioned, there were two things that happened. Number one is that people repented and believed. And that number two was they learned a new way of life. They were taught a new way of life. And many of us have forgotten the mission of being a Christian. The mission of being a Christian and the definition of a Christian is someone who follows the teachings of Jesus. So when we look back and we say, what did Jesus do? did Jesus do? Jesus served people. And it didn't matter how great it was, whether he was raising Lazarus from the dead, whether he was healing someone, or whether his act of service was washing his followers' feet. Nothing was too great and no act was too small for our Savior. My question and encouragement for you today is, do we follow that same type of service? Do we follow that same type of service to fellow man? Do we get away like Jesus did? And do we, pr- do we pray to the Father? Do we pray to Jesus? Do we follow His teachings? Do we follow His ways? And do we follow what He tells us to do? In this same chapter, it talks about how believers came together and how they served one another. They forgave one another. And here's what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, 24. He says, don't be concerned for your own good, but the good of others. And we follow that by Acts chapter 4, verse 34. It says this, there were no needy people among them. Because those who owned land or houses would sell them and bring the money to the apostles to give to those who were in need. Today is about many things. Today is about power. And today is about service. When we, look at, when we look at what's at stake, when we look at how we can serve people, I think there's one scripture that really, really boils it down. And, and artists have made songs about this scripture, but it is a scripture for today to really be remembered. And it's this, it's John 13, 35. It says, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. I'm going to read that again. That's so important. John 13, 35. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. So there's two elements here. 
One is being led by the Holy Spirit. One is believing in the power of the Holy Spirit. It is by having faith and acting on that faith. And the second part here is serving man. And we must remember what Jesus said when asked, what is the most important law? And Jesus said, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your spirit. And the second, he said, is like it. To love your neighbor as yourself. And it's interesting, as we look, what is the first thing that the Holy Spirit enacts in the, in the apostles? The first thing is, is that people come to believe by faith. And the second act is the setting up of the church. And what did it ensue? It ensued that there were no needy among them. It goes back to exactly what Jesus said. By honoring God and then by loving your fellow man. It's interesting and a little cliche, but Jesus preached and practiced what he preached. There's power in the Holy Spirit. There's power that is given to us that resides inside of us to change people's lives, to save them from hell. Not by our power, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. So today, I challenge you, church. Are we ready to step out in faith? Are we ready to run to the ends of the earth? Are we ready to start in our community? Are we ready to start with those that are closest with us? By showing the same love that Jesus showed. That knowing that no act was too great or too small. Many of us think, well, I can't do that. That's too big. Or I shouldn't do that because that's beneath me. We can never think that when God himself raised people from the dead, but at the same time, wash the dirty feet of the people that served him. There is no act too great or an act too small because God resides inside of us. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And the question is, do we act like it? Do we have faith and believe it to be true? And lastly, when much is given, much is required. We have not signed up for something easy. Being a Christian is not something that you sign up for just in case. Being a Christian is not something you sign up for to necessarily be protected in this earthly life. Signing up to be a Christian means power. It means you're enlisting in a war against the forces of darkness. And church, I call all of us today to rise up, to be the people that we have been called to be, to believe by faith that the power of the Holy Spirit is going to work in us and that we would be recognized by who we are by loving those around us. That is my message today. We must reflect on this day and what it means. And what it means to us today that the power of the Spirit is still there. The great and mighty things 
are still to happen. Please join me in prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for for Pentecost. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the faithful men and women in history that risk everything so that people might know your name. Lord, I pray that you give us that same boldness and that same faith as we reach out today. That we would not be shared or ashamed of the gospel in any way. That what you did for us is paramount and monumental compared to anything that is material, anything that is earthly. Lord, I pray that you would shift our minds to heavenly things. That we would live by faith, but that we would live with power and that we would live with a heavenly purpose. And that we would not get distracted with the things of this world because we know the price that is out there. The souls of man is too high. Please equip us, encourage us. Please let us seek your face and know your will and your word. Please empower us, Lord. And we pray that this day, this day is the beginning of something great, that this day is the beginning of something grand, that we can worship you, that we can see revival. And not just revival in one specific place, Lord, but worldly revival. And we thank you so much for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. I pray that this message has encouraged you and in some way blesses you and those that are around you. But more than encouraging and blessing you, I pray that this message, not my words, but the power of the Holy Spirit that works inside of you, would move you to do things that the Spirit would call you to do. Please share this message. Please like, subscribe, comment, whatever your social media that you're using provides so that this message can reach more people for Christ. God bless.